0: This is Why Margins episode 50, and I've been waiting on this a long time. we got Martin Juarez with us today. Uh, in episode 10 or so, I talked about my diagnosis with Parkinson's disease, and there's a big part of my life as a person who deals with Parkinson's that I've left off. I've talked about Parkinson's a lot on this podcast, but I haven't talked about PD Fight Club because... I've been wanting to have martin on to talk with me about it so martin i'm really glad that you're here and that we're doing this together oh you're very Uh, welcome man i'm glad to be here yeah i know you're a busy guy and uh i know you had to move some things around to do this so i really appreciate it um i when when i say pd fight club i'm sure hardly anybody knows what i'm talking about so let's start with this it's it's a boxing fitness program yes And and uh, when I when when I saw my doctor, well, I want to give a little history here. So I was diagnosed January two thousand sixteen, and just the other day you put up on Facebook a picture from May. May. What's what's the anniversary date? May, May so, the sixteenth. We're just past it. Um, May the sixth. No no no. Right? May, May the sixth. May the sixth. The fifth fourth <laughs> fourth fifth or somewhere sixth. from <laughs> yeah last
1: last thursday whatever day that is yeah was our anniversary yeah
0: first thursday. of may 2016 yeah we started the yeah, program like, that's right. the rock study rock study boxing program and uh soon after i was diagnosed i went to my doctor my neurologist and i was telling him about it, he goes you're bo- you're hitting each other for parkinson's yeah, and he looked at me understand. like i was crazy yeah a lot of people don't understand what he'd never heard of it before yeah. and uh now he's he refers patience over to you in fact i didn't tell you this i gotta get some new pamphlets because he still has the old rock steady pamphlets wow. and he asked me he said you still boxing and i want to talk about that more later uh i said yeah and he said uh i need some new pamphlets i've given them all out wow, that's awesome and i need to continue sending them so he's a that's believer great. he was he it. was a he, he didn't believe it. he was an agnostic at best huh. And now he's totally in and he hasn't even got come to, to watch. He send, you know, he has
1: sent a lot of people, your neurologists, to the program. Yeah. I mean, it's been yeah, it's been awesome.
0: I, I it, that I wanted to start with that because that just shows how effective it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he was totally nonplussed by it. He he's you know, he he pictured people hitting each other yeah, in the well, face. You know, with
1: boxing and, and uh, Parkinson's it's counterintuitive. how, how can the boxing helped with Parkinson's, where a lot of times Parkinson's is caused by the boxing with all the head injuries that a person suffers throughout the fight, you know, throughout their career, such as Muhammad Ali, he had Parkinson's from all the boxing. So now that Parkinson's has come full circle, now that boxing is helping with the Parkinson's and helping slow down the progression, but it, everybody's got to remember, it's non-contact boxing-inspired. Non contact yeah. people come in all the time. They're like, Man, I'm not gonna get hit Mike. No, 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 there's nothing like that. Nothing like that. It's, it's a yeah. boxing inspired training fitness program,
0: right? So, let's talk about it a little <clears throat> bit. We do so, of course, we're punching bags, but we do so many more things than that in this program. Uh, I tell people, you know, being a preacher, I got to keep my voice. Yeah. And I met a retired preacher the other day who had Parkinson's. He's had it less time than me, wow. and he's just whispering. Now, he's an older man, and age has a lot to do with the advancement mm-hmm. of symptoms, but I mean, he I could barely hear him speak, and he was just kind of murmuring, and we, we spend the whole time in this room. We're in the gym right now, Juarez Boxing Gym, and we shout the whole time. In fact, you just about ruined your, Yeah, my voice
1: is going pretty bad too. I got to get that mega horn that I'm using throughout the gym. And people are like, man, now they can hear me. Cause sometimes my voice is real scratchy right now. We just finished a uh, Warren's boxing camp, and I used half of it with a megaphone and half of it with my own voice. And, uh, I just have to start using it more. I'm just not used to using that all the time, but yeah, yeah, yeah my I mean, voice are we're, we're
0: counting, counting to 10. ABC's, counting your punches, ABC, singing yes, nursery rhymes. Yes, spelling out things as you hit stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's it's right. Kind of, it's kind of embarrassing. No, right? it's
1: not. It, <laughs> it's some people, they do. They come in here and they go, I got to do what? And then after they do it, they realize, man, I had to really think about what I had to do. I've got to really understand a lot of the same drills I do with the PD Fight Club. I do it the same thing that we do uh, with the Warrens Boxing. There's no difference. Oh, really? There's no difference. Like uh, we just did uh, this one uh, training inspired uh, for the Parkinsons. It's called Twenty Ones. You do uh-huh. multiples of three. We got to count it out loud: three, six, nine, twelve, and then start all over. But you got to say it out loud. By saying out loud, um, get your heart rate up a little bit more. You got to breathe much harder.
0: Uh, oh plus yeah, I'm out of activate. breath. Yeah, it's such a huge difference yeah. when you're counting That's out right. loud. Exactly. And that's and, why a lot of times you'll catch me not doing it. Yeah, not screaming it, yelling it. Cause you're you always walking around like spying. Yeah. You that's can't it. hide in the it. It's that
1: force intense training uh, yeah. that you need the force intense. And so I just had the Warriors Boxing Bootcamp do it right now. And they were like, man, this is exhausting. And I go, it's supposed to be time's not up. Get back to work. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can do whatever you want in that minute rest. But after the, in the between where you're doing your three minute round or however long the round is, um, you know, concentrate on what you got to do. It's like unsupervised study hall. You know? Yeah. That's why I've wandered around a lot trying to help out with. Uh, yeah. It, yeah.
0: It it raises the level so much. Most. Definitely. And just to be clear for our listeners. Uh, so when you say Juarez boxing camp, that's, that's your regular fitness clients. And then we call uh, our group, PD which fight is club. up to like a hundred boxers. Now mm-hmm. we're the PD fight club. Yes. In Parkinson's disease fight club because a lot of people don't realize
1: what pd stands for yeah and when you tell them they go pd what is that i first thing i say is every time i say the pd fight club parkinson's disease fight club that we're fighting back against parkinson's and then i stipulate war is boxing you know yeah. but there are some pd uh, people from the pd fight club if they can't make that class they come in and they'll take the war is boxing classes because they can't make it yeah and they'll realize how the intensity. The high intensity interval training that we do of both classes are similar to one another. You know, I'll mix in with the PD fight club dexterity exercises, balance. Uh, but we do a lot of similar things that we do. A lot of people don't realize that yeah. um, they're both just as intense. One's uh, geared toward fighting Parkinson's directly. You can do any kind of exercise you want, Drew, and you know this. Any kind of exercise. People tell me all the time, "Man, I run. I go lift weights." I go do this. I go, that's great. But it's all that combating the direct effects of Parkinson's. Yeah. Are you working on your fine motor skills? Are you working on your, your voice, your balance, your speech, your handwriting, all that stuff? Because a lot of people, that when they get Parkinson's, if they get a term in their left hand, their right hand, when they get around people, first thing they do is they cross their arms or they put their hands in their pockets because they want to hide. you know, Or they're just oh, not yeah. comfortable with it. I've got Parkinson's. Yeah, they do, and what we try to do here at the PD Fight Club is when you come in this in those doors, you don't need to be ashamed of nothing, You're, or anything. Excuse me, yeah. you need to be ashamed of anything because yeah. you walk in. And we are all in the same group fighting back against Parkinson's.
0: Listen, or, that that is such a psychological relief for me. I I hate to admit it, but this is the only place where I'm just completely comfortable. Wow, well that's awesome. It really is. That's um, great. You know, church is a is a great support group so I don't I don't mean to say that it's not but I'm the only one in my church That's I, I'm being a preacher you're not comfortable anyway because yeah, I, you just have to you have to be on your guard all the time you you have to be an example uh, you're you're in a position of influence so on the way here I just like when I'm driving over here I just start to relax all that social yeah anxiety. That's what it, where it is. Social anxiety that I have at the ballpark, at the church, at my kids' school, yeah, everywhere. I mean, people know I have it, but that does You still... I mean, you can see people staring. Yeah, you know. and then when you come in here, though, nobody
1: stares. No. Nobody looks at you. Nobody stares. Nobody questions. Hey, man, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? You
0: know, something wrong? or You're like, no. Everybody in here knows what everybody's yeah. fighting against. And you laugh about it. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is... That's another thing. Uh, it's a great support group, and I think it's different from other Parkinson's or other kinds of support groups because I haven't been to a whole lot of those, but from what people tell me in the support groups, you sit around you talk about your problems, how hard it is and, and you grieve and, and that, there's, that's important. But in here, we're like, it's just positive energy, um, total positive energy. I, I go speak at support groups. Uh, yeah. I go
1: speak at uh, conventions and all that stuff. Last thing I ever thought of my wildest dreams that's <laughs> growing up in Boy Southern California. Learn how to box. That I would become a public speaker. Because if you know me, I don't speak very well. My, I mean, I'm just, I'm not a That's public. That's not speaker. true. You're um, a great public speaker. Well, thank you, thank you. But um, yeah. And by mm-hmm. uh, when people uh, when I go talk to support groups, I tell everybody the support groups are fantastic. You, I mean, it's great. You get to talk to other people with it. You know, they tell you about. Uh, They have nurses come, doctors come, things that are all going to help you with the direct effect of Parkinson's. But the difference between this support group and all the other rounds in town is we're doing something about it.
0: Yeah, We are actually
1: fighting against it, station to station. When people come in for the first time, uh, and a lot of times I hesitate, I hesitate to have a person that's brand new call me and I say, come watch the class. Just come watch the class. But I want them to get the complete, the, the complete loving nature of what this gym supports yeah when somebody comes in how they feel so supported from everybody people come and talk to them people introduce themselves you know where in a lot of other gyms you know in a boxing gym boy that's a that's one of the most intimidating gyms to go mm-hmm. into if you've never boxed before and you come into a gym you're like man I don't know anybody I, yeah. you know these people don't know <laughs> me you gotta put on your game face the whole time yeah. you boxing you're about to hit somebody but in this in this um the P.D. Fight Club and the Wars Boxing when you come in here it's completely opposite we make oh, you is, feel yeah. welcome we tell you to come on you know come walk around and you'll see other boxers come in talking to the people that have Parkinson's that are brand new or come sit and watch the class when people come watch the class they always tell me 90% of the time they tell me I can't
0: do this there's yeah. no way I can do this that's why I think it's better first yeah. day just to, to get work it over out. yeah because well, it looks harder than it, you, no. Well, it's it's, it's super hard. hard. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but but while you're doing it, you realize, like you like you always say, you'll pass out before you die. Yeah, I mean, that's you, right. You you go in, and once you get in the middle of it, you can't quit. And then oh. you get to the end, and you're like, wow, I did this, and it makes you want to come back and do it again. If you're just watching, you just think, I I can't do this. Those people are different from me. But you realize when you're in the middle of it that. You're but when you're, of watching, so much more. when you're
1: watching somebody that uh, is 86 years old or 85 years old with a walker or with a cane that's walking around and they're doing it and they're sitting there throwing the punches and going through the hula hoops or doing whatever and hitting the speed bag, yeah. that person's sitting there going, wow, I can do this. You know, we range from the youngest is 33 all the way up to 86 years old. And that's a direct testimony of what this program can do for anybody. So a lot of times when they come in, uh, they sit there and I go, walk around, walk and see what we do. And I explain to them, here's what we're doing now. We're doing this, we're at the station, we're doing this one, we're gonna do here. But, so I explain it to them. And everybody comes over afterwards and says, man, you need to come do this, you need to try it. And I just tell everybody at the very beginning, the program sells itself. I don't have to do anything. I just tell them, walk through that front door. Mm -hmm. Get through, And then the the caregivers, the wives, the husbands are like, well, they really don't want to come and go. Just get them through that door and this program will take care of everything else. Mm -hmm. I've had one person since we've been doing the PD Fight Club, one person sitting through the workout, watching, get up and say, this isn't for me and walked out, which is fine.
0: It's it's of That's one out of a lot of
1: people. Over a hundred. Yeah. And that is their prerogative. They can sit there and go, I want to, I don't want to do this. You know, we don't force anybody to do this, but the thing is here, you know, we, we, we're we attacking every single issue of Parkinson's, your motor skills, your balance, and your speech. If you sit down at, at your house and don't do anything
0: and become stagnant, the
1: disease comes progressively worse because it's a progressive disease. I
0: can attest to that. I mean, my at diagnosis, my only experience with people with Parkinson's was as a minister visiting people who were in the nursing home, shut in, and that, that's they would take their medicine and sit in a chair yeah, and hide uh-huh. and and n- not be social, not get out, no exercise. And I was pretty active, but I didn't know how to exercise with this disease. I felt like, you know, I might hurt myself more. I had that idea yeah. that if I do, if I go to the gym and work hard and tense, then, then I'll do damage. I just didn't know. And yeah. so this program was so great because it told me no intense exercise is is actually the best thing that you can do. And you're real careful. I I mean, it's amazing how you know us because I tell people if there are 3 million cases of Parkinson's, there are 3 million different kinds of Parkinson's. Exactly. I still think one of these days they're going to put us on a spectrum. I mean, you kind of have already done that, but they're going to realize there are a lot more diseases in this thing they call Parkinson's than they know now because there's so Everybody, so' such a different everybody
1: has a different and like you just like just like like you said you see one case of Parkinson's you've seen one case of parkinson's yeah, that's, that's right. it everybody is different I mean some of the people that are that are younger that come to the class that are the most athletic people um you know we have one boxer that's been coming for a while James yeah you know he's been coming for a while really super athletic he's got the worst balance of everybody he, you can't stand he can, on one I mean yeah but now it's gotten progressively better why? Because he's been working at it. but And, and I'll never forget, we did his, uh, me and my wife, Laura, did his assessment. And it was first early on into the program, and he's been coming
0: religiously
1: ever since. He loves it. Uh, he did a podcast himself. He spoke about it. Yeah, I've heard it. Uh, and it was fantastic. Yeah, it was good. And he told me, uh, we he had a balance on one leg during the assessment. He couldn't do it. And he goes, well, at least I don't have MS. I went, yeah. wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. But- since yeah. then, he's been able to get better with it. He yeah. Balance, but he struggles with it. But every, some some people at seventy or eighty years old can balance for you know a minute or two on one leg.
0: They've gotten to that point. But you see, Everybody's James. Different. You see, James in the ring, or on a speed bag, and he's so tell. fast. Yeah, you couldn't. Tell. He's so fast. Both arms going the same. And and my particular breed or brand of Parkinson's yeah. is my left arm is just stiff as a board. You know but i my balance is not that bad yeah but james and i have the same thing and we're around the same age that's right so it's really strange it's really really odd some of the people (laughs) some of the volunteers uh one one in particular uh pitbull yeah you know yeah we'll call her that uh she's her husband has parkinson's but so i go to a heavy bag and i'm doing some fast drill halfway through and the arm has quit on me and she's like move that left arm drew and I'm yeah. said I'm telling it to it's just not she's like yeah. what do you mean like she'd never heard of that before because her husband's kind he of have that it, symptom. It, it's 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 strange and so I'm just saying you you have 100 boxers you know us individually and work us accordingly you and Danny both and even the volunteers they know oh, yeah, our they own know. style of, yeah. of parkinson's what a person can do what a person
1: can't when we went up to the uh Certification I went up to uh, yeah. We started off as Rocksteady Boxing uh, The name was We changed it About a year or something Into the program Now it's called PD Fight Club When I went up to the uh, The training And we were up there And one of the The lead trainers Christy I came up to her And I said uh, Cause she was like Be careful with this guy Cause he's on blood thinners Be careful for this person Because of this And I was like How do you know I, I, I was just blown away With that I go yeah. "How do you How do you know This person is doing that She goes you'll get to know your boxers. I don't, yeah. you're kidding me. And sure enough now, when yeah. we have a class of 30 or 25, 30 people, and it's with you know, either one, two, three or four levels, PD one and two are, uh, the PD levels one or two, You can they're more able-bodied people. Three and four start to struggle a little bit more with walkers and canes. And now when some three and fours come in, I'll go, okay, make sure I'll come up to a volunteer. Make sure you watch this guy with this, and they'll say, I already know. Because the volunteers, if we didn't have that, oh that, man.
0: that would be oh. you would have yeah, some big problems Oh, and Cause now, it's now... Da- it's I I started to of say it's dangerous. It's not dangerous because of the volunteers. Yeah, the volunteers make But the if program. it was just you and Danny in here with some of these groups, it would be it would be dangerous because it it be I volunteered hard. one time and as a volunteer, it's a totally different experience. You yeah. see like all these individual symptoms and you have to I mean, they lead Folks yeah. around by the arm, yeah. and, and you give them a little training on that. So they're it's, such it's, a big part of the so program. It is so crucial because at the
1: very beginning, I'll never forget, we had a class of eight people, our first class, mm-hmm. eight people. And I think I got 10 volunteers. We had 10 volunteers. <laughs> I had so many volunteers. Yeah. I was always, hey, man, can you come volunteer? Can you come? I mean, I yeah. was calling everybody up that I could. And now, you know, uh, we've got the steady, People that come to volunteer, mm-hmm. uh, and that helps out tremendously because if oh, volunteers really help out the program, as I try to tell people all the time, this didn't just happen. You know, yeah. they see the volunteers, they see the people coming into the PD Fight Club. That took a lot of work to get from where we were at—from eight people to having as big a classes doing seven classes a week now—with uh, a steady uh, flow of volunteers. Anytime somebody asks me, all the time when they come to the gym, hey man. Is there anything over oh, the wars boxing? Is there anything I can do I can help? I go you betcha. I yeah. got gotcha. you. You yeah. want come help volunteer? And there's some people that come to the boot camps that ask me that come volunteer now.
0: Oh yeah. On a steady well, basis. I just to come came to the wars in boxing. and I recognized two or three people yeah. from volunteering at, yeah. at the PD5 club. So it's been it's been a full circle man. Yeah. Everybody comes and helps. Yeah. So let's back let's back it up. How did you get into boxing? Because that's a big part of this yeah. I think, you know, I heard I heard your speech I wasn't there, but I heard Your speech that you gave a taste for the cure And you, you brought up Your history, Yeah, which We wouldn't be here today And these people would not be helped the way That they are, if it wasn't for How you got into all this um, Well thank you man It's that, that,
1: very flattering, I was uh,
0: I grew up in Southern California
1: In San Diego, and my father fought professionally. My brother fought professionally. My brother's much older than, uh, than I am. Um, so I think he's uh, 16 or 17 years older than me. I was the last of eight. So I kind of learned how to box when I was, you know, growing up anyways. <laughs> uh, especially with six sisters. So uh, I remember watching my brother, my, my father, always working out together. They did in the bag. And, you know, and one day I asked my pop, I said, Dad, I was nine years old. I said, Daddy, what are you guys doing? And he goes, uh, we're boxing. You know, I was watching him. I, I just thought everybody did that. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that, you know, you grow up, you see it all the time. That's what everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, kids would play baseball or um, uh, Little League and all that stuff, uh, basketball. So I asked Daddy one time, I go, Daddy, I, I want to learn how to fight. And he goes, you do? I go, yeah, I, I, I want to try this. I see you and Marcos. I was, I knew how to hit the bags, but I wasn't. I want to learn how to fight. I wanted to compete. And he goes, you wanna do this? I go, yeah, he goes, you go ask your mother. I go, what? Oh no. He goes, yeah, that's what I said. I go, she'll never let me. <laughs> he goes, you go ask your mommy if you can box. So I went and I asked mommy and she goes, not until you're the age, I think it was 10 or 11, I could start to compete at the amateur level. And then I was like, wow, really? She goes, yeah, but daddy and Marcos have to train you. You have to be trained properly. So I started, uh, training with my brother and my father. I mean, it was uh, a quick story. It was after I asked that, um, I said, daddy, I want to start working out. He goes, all right, you come home from the gym, you come home from school, you work out, We're going to put you on a training schedule, all that stuff. But whatever I say goes, I go, you got it, daddy. And so, you know, I'm thinking, man, I'm going to start
0: it's That was probably boxing. true anyway, though, right? Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. he said that anyway. At the but house too.
1: It is, uh, but a lot of times, uh, uh, and I see it in in here. You can work out with your son, and uh-huh. uh, that training level of a trainer's son mm-hmm. is completely different than a trainer tra- uh, trainer with a client. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, uh, it, it's no just question the different aspect. My son complete.
0: asked me to teach him to play the guitar the other day, and I was like, "I'll try," but you are probably not going to listen to me the yeah. way you would a teacher. The,
1: the, yeah, you you, and also you don't have as much as a trainer now. Mm-hmm. And I, I would train my son Cruz to just. Your patience isn't as much. <laughs> as if you had another client in there,
0: because you're putting up with this kid yeah. all day long. Yeah, all kind, all that's building. That's up. That's right, man. You see, if my son's
1: in front of me, I'm like, "Cruise, pay <laughs> attention," you know. Uh, but so my father had it. He goes, "You listen to me. everything I say. You got it." So that very next morning, he comes and he wakes me up at four thirty in the morning. I'm nine years old, bro. He kicks me out of bed. I go, "Daddy, what are we doing?" He goes, we're going to go run. I go, for what? He goes, you want to train, right? I go, yeah. He goes, you got to put your rubber in. Get dressed. Let's go. <laughs> so I thought he was going to just have me go run on my own, right? I go, yeah, okay. So <laughs> I got my stuff. I start to get up and go run. And he gets his car out. It's all right, let's go. He's in the car. He's in the car and he's driving behind me. And he honked the horn every time I horn. go faster. <laughs> Baby, Go faster, me. Go faster. I go, daddy. So we did that constantly for years. He yeah. would get up, you know, or after a while he would realize I would go run, I think it was four laps around our block, or more a mile. He had me run, you know, eight laps or 12 laps. A years going on uh, down the line, I asked, I go, Daddy, why did I, why do I have to do that? Why would you get me up at 4.30 in the mm-hmm. morning to work out? And he goes, the guy, you're getting ready to fight? I go, yeah. He goes, what was he doing? Who's probably sleeping in bed. He goes, exactly right. Yeah. So you were training while his butt was in bed asleep. that and because if I get you started early in the morning, the older you got, you become an early morning person where you're working out mm-hmm. you felt weird. So I would always go run in the morning real early before anybody was up streets were clear. so I started doing that with pop. Uh, had some fights in California um, uh, did did well with the amateur status out there. Then I joined the military um, joined the military, I went overseas uh had fights when i was in the air force and uh, when i was in okinawa japan because uh, i couldn't fight while i was training my uh school doing my tech school and middle, uh, basic training there's no way i could train huh. yeah uh but i was still doing my shadow boxing still doing my push-ups and all that stuff in uh basic training i was going, come on guys how does, let's go how does
0: basic training compare to the training you've been doing oh it was nothing yeah, it was. It was
1: absolutely a piece of cake. I'll have some guys come in to work out with me uh, that would tell me there's some young kids, 17, 18 years old or in I don't know, out of high school, and they would say, man, get ready to go off. I go, Where are you going? I go, I'm going to the military. I go, do my boot camps. Do these boot camps abroad. Trust you. It's gonna help you tremendously. One guy already left and he texts me back. He goes, man, thank you. It helped tremendously. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, this other guy's coming in Kane. One yeah. of the uh, he comes to the boot camps, comes to the boot camps. And I said, bro, you come on boot camps, it will help you out tremendously in boot camp. Um, started uh, fighting uh, over the in the military, was uh, the Air Force Okinawa champion um, for a year and a half running. I would fight other people in the military, the Marines, the Army. They see this Air Force guy coming up and go, oh, <laughs> come on. Uh, but they changed their attitude because yeah. I had some experience growing up. Yeah. You know? uh, came over back over here, uh, turned pro, had some fights. Uh, you know, and I had a little bit over 100 amateur fights and 30 pro fights. Uh, retired about, gosh, 20 years ago from fighting competitively. People think when you've retired, you've retired from monetary. No. Oh, no. I have fought, I retired from fighting in the gym, uh, working out competitively anymore. Yeah. And uh, then, boom, boom, this took it over here and, uh, bro, yeah. I had never my wildest dreams think this would lead into it, which goes into the effect of me training at the Jewish Community Center for ten years. I'm just right. working out, working out with people. I never thought I'd be able to. Uh, just some fitness box, yeah, over there. Some well, and I was training a couple fighters. You know, I trained a couple yeah. fighters. Oh, yeah. People were asking me on. Um, and you still do that, right? Yeah, I you still can, have two, yeah. two or three, two people. I don't try to build a fight team. I don't yeah. like that aspect, but people do want to compete. I'm a certified referee coach. I mean certified referee um official for USA boxing, so I still go throughout town officiating fights. I've invited you to a couple of yeah. them. Yeah, We're gonna you haven't joined. I, I, I know. I know, you keep telling me. So um, <laughs> and then um and then some lady asked me about training people with boxing with Parkinson's. I said, What? I've never heard about that. She sent me the uh the link that had Leslie Stahl's husband in New York City training, and it was called Rocksteady Boxing. From there, I went, wow, I called them up. We got a date that was, we had. there's a year waiting list to get in. They cut it down to six months. Me and my assistant coach, Danny, went up, got my training, and it's all a boxing-inspired training regimen. So who to teach a better boxing-inspired training regimen that helps directly
0: with Parkinson's than a retired professional fighter? I know. I mean, it goes right down my alley. I, I, the month I got diagnosed, my dad saw something on CBS about Rocksteady Boxing. So, quick internet search, I didn't see any affiliates in Birmingham, and I so I called Indianapolis, asked him about, okay. and uh, I, uh, I told him what, you know what I wanted to do, and and I asked him if I, I didn't have any idea what it was. I yeah. said, "Can me and my friends come up and get trained? Yeah, you can, and start a program." You know, I had some very good friends who said, We'll go up with you, we'll get the training, we'll work you out, we'll keep you active which was just amazing for them to do. We booked a reservation. Wow, I didn't know. I went ahead and booked that. Yeah. Well, uh Karen she when I cancelled, Karen got that reservation. Isn't it Karen that went and got Surely. certified? Shirley. Yeah, that Yeah. Karen, Karen. Say,
1: uh y- link.
0: Yeah. So oh. she went and got certified. I think she got my weekend. Mm-hmm. Because once I got involved here, I was like, oh, I don't need that. Yeah. And so I noticed she went up about the time that I'd reserved it. But I reserved it, and she said, now there are a couple of guys coming from Birmingham in a week or two. And I said, can I get their contact information? She said, I don't have permission to give that to you, but I'll ask them. And so I called back a, a week later, and you had told her it was okay. Yeah. So that's when I called you, and we started talking. I got in on the first class because I don't. I. Just I don't know if it was just getting more publicity at that time or it's just the way things happen, but your brothers contacting
1: me before I even went up and took the class.
0: Yeah. They called me.
1: I or I don't know how or right when I got back. No, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. Right when I got
1: back, I called and your brothers called me.
0: Yeah. And they're on the phone,
1: they go, Man, you gotta get my brother in. <laughs> and I go, Okay. Yeah,
0: this, the whole I had this whole group yeah, of I know, people man. really oh, I trying know. To get things going for me. The first
1: class the first couple classes that came in. Half of your family showed up to the gym. <laughs> Some of my brother
0: Your brother? Your my dad. Brother's, my brother's, my dad, my brother's in-laws. Yeah. Oh, that, no, I know. Like, you know, it's not my in-law. Yeah. My brother's in-laws came. <laughs> yeah. They I came know. when I wasn't here. And you're like, hey, like a whole group of people came. Yeah. Here. And I was like, oh, what? how can I help you? I go, well, Drew's not
1: here or something. Or <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they came to check it out to see what are you guys doing here? Yeah. Uh, so I got, they contacted me when we had gotten back. Uh, everybody was concerned about you, Drew. And, you know, everybody loves you, man. All right Everybody was very, very concerned about you, and uh, I, I tell everybody all the time doing this uh, when I came back real quick, when we came back, Danny and I the next week we came back on a Thursday that Saturday, they had a the Parkinson's the Michael J. Fox Parkinson's Association Foundation symposium at 280. Uh-huh. We had a day and a half to get ready for that week. my wife, Laura. Called up and said, We need to get a table for that. Right. So we got, and they yeah. said, Yeah, Laura, Laura spent, I'll never forget, Laura spent the entire night before we went, two o'clock in the morning running files. Right. Her and oh, another wow. friend running files to have documentation for us to hand out. Right. Yeah. She was, uh, she was tired. I was tired. You were like, Did you get this? Do you have this? <laughs> no, I don't have that. I mean, I'll never forget. So we went to the symposium. Yeah. You know, that was the first one we had. We were like crammed to get everything. We got everything in there Mm -hmm. and I got more than half. Oh, geez. We got 30, 40 names just from there. And, uh, Karen started coming. Versiglio started coming. Uh, Lee Martin started coming and there's been a bunch of people we got from that. And now every time I go to talk to a support group, every time I go talk to any kind of convention or convention or symposium, I ask raise hands, how many people here? Either participate in PD Fight Club or do some kind of boxing for Parkinson's or Rock Steady. You know, it's the same program, different name. Raise your hand. There'll be a lot of people in there doing it where before nobody would. Yeah, right. It's and, grown. It's grown oh,
0: tremendously. We were not only the first
1: in the state. Yeah, right. Uh, Warrior's Boxing was not only the first in the state to unleash a program like this. Now in entire state of Alabama, now there are over thirteen. Uh, affiliations in Birmingham that do Rock Steady. We've had four you of them. I mean in Alabama? In Alabama, yeah. yeah. We've had four of them. Four of them come to my gym yeah. before they even got and go, hey.
0: I met some of them. Yeah, you remember?
1: They go, hey, what do we need to do? I go, you need to do this, this, this. You know, and so, and now every now and then they'll call me, hey, Martin, what do I need to do for this? Do this. Or, you know, they call me up to ask for some advice. And I tell anybody, look, I'm here to help everybody with Parkinson's. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like for Montgomery, it doesn't matter if you're here or there. it It's not. But a lot of people think, Drew, that this is just an overnight process. This is something no, you go, hey, yeah. I'm going to start a class and uh, I'm going to have. No, no way. way. This took three, three years in the making to do this. Uh-huh. It's been a long journey. It's been a hard journey. But it's been the most fulfilling thing. And I tell people other than I've been being married to my wife, Laura, and, um, being married in Iowa, Florida, having my five kids, um, it's the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. Being able for people to come over me, and every day I get a success story. The other day I had a, a success story. Uh, Bill comes over to me and goes, hey, man, we were going out to eat dinner the other night, and we had some wedding or something to do, and I had to put on my suit. He goes, I hate putting on my suit. Mm-hmm. I go, why? He goes, I couldn't button it. Yeah. You can't button it. He goes, man, I, I just, I couldn't do it. My,
0: I get real mad. Because of the dexterity, yeah, right? The, exactly. Because some, some middle-aged guys are hearing this going, yeah, I can't put mine on either. They're yeah. thinking about those. <laughs> no, guts, it's just but buttoning a button. Yeah, just you know? trying to button the thing. And he
1: couldn't do it. And why? Yeah. Because he has a hard time uh, with his hands. And that's what we do in class.
0: Yeah. We do. Literally. Pick a shirt yeah, on a, a short.
1: mannequin Yeah, thing. And Or we also, you know, mm-hmm. we tie shoelaces. Yeah. Shoelaces. I think a lot of times they'll get Velcro to make it easy. So now i have mess with shoelaces. So I'll have you tie shoelaces for three minutes or do something. And uh he goes, I could finally do it. That's the wow. first time I could do that. Uh he told me this yesterday. Yeah, I go, you're kidding me. He goes, No, Martin. And he goes, Thank you very much. I go, bro, you don't have to thank me. Mm-hmm. Right? I I'm not doing anything. I'm just showing you something that was presented to me that can help you guys. All right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, in every single day, you telling me the other a while back, man, you know, my conditioning has gotten better. I went yeah. I was able to change a tire. I came back well last time I had to leave it there, come back three or four hours, come
0: and do something. Oh, At- it was yeah. The that, that time uh I changed a flat tire and this is in the big yeah. Yukon. You know, I've done that before this program and after this program, and it was like night and day. Huge. I mean and I realized it when I was out on the road, our youth minister was helping us helping me. And I just took the the old tire and I pitched it into the back. And he goes, whoa, man, that's a heavy tire. <laughs> I like, I didn't think because, yeah. yeah. So it was like, it was huge. It's, you it's, know, a, it's just little everyday things people don't think about. Small you Small things as this program goes on. Uh, and I try, I try to tell everybody when they
1: first come in for the very first time, when we'll come in and I tell them, I go, look, uh, we're not going to go. Uh, it's just like, it's like in a football game, right? You go yard by yard. Yeah, gotta get, gotta get the first down first. Ten yards, first get three or four yards here, three or four yards, then get a first down. Then we go there. We're not trying to score a touchdown on every play, right? Yeah, can't do it. Same thing in here, and I tell everybody we're gonna solve small little goals, small little goals by you know being able to stand up a little bit straighter, being able to walk a straight line, being able to do other things, not just going, hey man, I'm gonna be able to walk and talk and speak up real loud at the very. Mm -hmm. No, it's a it's a small learn process that takes a lot of time. But you have to put in the time as well. You cannot expect to come once a month and go, I'm not getting better. I go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're, you're, uh, you're something like, just like somebody told me, your attitude reflects your altitude, mm-hmm. right? Just like coming in, you That's bust right. your butt in the gym, you work out really hard, you'll start seeing it. And just like we do with the PD fight club, coming up all the time saying, man, I, this helps me now or this. Not only if it doesn't help you with, helping a small little goal like that, but to come into a place where you feel your guard is completely let down Mm -hmm. and you can talk, um, that alone is a great support group system. The first, um, I'll never forget, the first time we did uh, the Rocksteady Boxing class at Wars Boxing, first time we did it, um, everybody gathered in, Uh, I don't even know if you knew I did this, the whole class was there and I told volunteers, Come over here. I want you guys. I want to talk to you guys for a little bit. There was like ten or twelve volunteers. Our first class for class eight. Yeah. I say, hey, everybody, comes <laughs> over.
0: They go, what are you guys? What are we gonna do?
1: What I go, don't worry about it. I want us to get over here because I want them to get to know each other. I want. Huh. I wanted Karen. I wanted. Yeah, you guys. I didn't know you
0: did that. Yeah, I
1: separated the whole group because I wanted you yeah. all to. So, uh, what's your name? Hey, how you doing? You know, my name's blah blah. Because mm-hmm. then you wouldn't have any other people in front of you talking about other things or. It was mm-hmm. directly talking to each other about the Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. They go, why are you doing that? I go, because they need to learn most Most of all. They're here for each other. Mm-hmm. You're the volunteers. You guys are come and go. Sometimes you'll come. Sometimes you'll be here. Yeah. But they'll keep on coming
0: back. Oh, and it, it's it's a, an amazing support group. The other night, one of the boxers came to my son's baseball game. Who? Oh. Karen. Uh, Shirley. You're kidding me. Oh, yeah, she came. Wow. I didn't. I mean, she asked me. I, she's like, what's going on? I said, well, Jackson's starting bas- baseball. Oh. oh, give me a schedule. I said, are you serious? What? Yeah. yeah, give me a schedule. I'm serious. And so I gave her one thinking, yeah, she, whatever. Then yeah. she shows up at a 7.30 wow. b- baseball game. Yeah. And my kids are just thrilled, you know. And she sits <laughs> over there with us and it's just Who'd like family. Are, yeah, family. She's, she's just a family like, member.
1: Just like you said, um, like my father told me, um, everything we did, everything I did growing up, um, with my father, uh, that he helped me out with everything. And it goes, todo para la familia. Which in Spanish, it means everything for the family. And that's what we're doing here. We are a family combined together, helping each other fight against Parkinson's. You know, I tell everybody all the time, when somebody comes in those doors and uh, with a part of the PD Fight Club, not only are they part of the PD Fight Club, but they become a family member. Yeah. I check on. You say that a lot. All the time, family. We are family together in this. Um, Checking on people, how you doing? We might not see somebody for a couple months, right? Yeah. Uh, But the whole thing is uh, to reach out, hey man, how's things going? You doing all right? Mm -hmm. Things going okay? Oh yeah, I'm great. Keeping up with people, right? Mm -hmm. Then they realize, man, I miss everybody. Yeah, because everybody asks me, have you heard about this person? Have you heard about this person? Can I get this person's number? I go, sure, I'll give it to you. Or I'll say, that's why during the class, I'll make an announcement. Everybody, so and so's going through this right now. If you want to reach out and talk to them, please let them, you know, get with me and I'll give you their number. Do this, do that, do that. Because we are all together. We are doing this as a family. Because, you know, family always sticks together. You know, um, me, uh, growing up, you know, having girlfriends or whatever. One thing you can't break up with, you can break up with a girlfriend. <laughs> you can go through a divorce with your wife. You can divorce with, you know, a boyfriend or you. It doesn't matter. You can't break up with your family. Yeah. You cannot divorce your family. I yeah. can't say, you know, even though how many uh, time I get in upset with my sister and my brother, I can't say, I want a divorce. <laughs>
0: you can't do yeah, that's it.
1: Right. You, you might not talk to them for a right. while. You might not. But you know what? They're always going to be your family,
0: uh-huh.
1: regardless. Yeah. Just like we are here. This is our new family yeah. when we get started.
0: There's, there's a real security here, you know, that you, just the acceptance. Yeah. Like because I said, you let your, your guard we're down. We're this together and... We're going to go through it. And, they, you know, sometimes people move, but I've seen more people, like there's a couple people who visited a few times and then moved up here. I'm, I don't yeah, know that. Yeah. I don't I don't think he moved just for this program, uh, but it, it didn't hurt it. Anymore. Yeah, no, it didn't. And he then, was very, you know, wanting to uh, get up here. One of the he things went, he was excited about was this as, program. As a matter of fact, he was so excited
1: about it because he was going all over the place. He moved. He, he went to, got certified as a coach.
0: Yeah, he did. And he yeah, came back because he goes,
1: I want to know some exercise I can do when I'm gone. Yeah. You know, um, and you might not, you might not see a person for three or four months, but right. then they come back because they've been traveling because life, life still goes on. Right. You know, I try to tell everybody all the time, you know, uh, you can live a long life with Parkinson's. You can, but you have to do something about it. You got to do something that helps combat. The disease directly. If you sit down and do nothing, it will make it progressively worse.
0: Yeah. You. No um, question.
1: It is not a a death a death sentence. They're not going to sit there and go, "Hey man, you got three months to live. Make the best of it." No. You. you they're telling you, "Go that's, out and do something." That's the vision people have. Of and it. And that's it. And when you get it on the other side of the fence, yeah. I, I, I don't completely understand what you're going through. I can, I can empathize with you and go, "Man, you, I, you understand how things are going. I, I feel for you." but I can't deep down know exactly what you're feeling until you get around with everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, you are in, uh, you're in that position, not me. So that's why I get around other people that have uh, the Parkinson's because when you're first diagnosed, you don't really know exactly everything about the disease. You kind of go, you know, man, um, yeah. what's happening? What am I going to do? What am I doing with my kids? All right, what about my retirement? What about this? What about my job? What am I? That's what goes to your head. But when you oh, come definitely. in here... And then you realize, you know what? I still do a lot of stuff. There's so many times in people in the, in the gym here Drew that go, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I go, example, yesterday, this gentleman named uh, Robert, he came in and he, uh, he had to do uh, 10 dips off the tire. 10 yeah. dips, right? We were doing punches, then he had to do dips. Yeah.
0: After doing a oh, bunch of other oh, stuff, yeah, after, it wasn't yeah. just like, come on, no. do 10, 10 No, no, he was audience yeah, I just want stationed. to make that clear. There was
1: 10, 10, 10 rounds Yeah. each round doing something different. And right. he was in one of the 10, right? He was in number seven or eight, whatever. I can't remember. And he comes over and the volunteer goes, he can't do that. I go, yeah, he can't. <laughs> she goes, Martin, he can't. I go, okay. I go, Robert, sit on the tire. And he goes, okay. I go, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. Robert, sit on the tire. Uh-huh. And, I, and I told him what to do. I just let him through it. And, and he did 10 dips. Then he stood up off the tire with no help and started wailing away at the bag until the timer was up. Yeah. And his wife goes, I've never seen him do anything like that since he's had Parkinson's. I go, you don't know until you try. That's right. That's so right. And that's why the force intense exercise mm-hmm. really helps. I've got nothing to lose with Robert. All I can help Robert is help him in a better situation mm-hmm. to put him in. I have to push him though.
0: Well, right? that's so important because Parkinson's is a dopamine depletion. So yes. your your confidence, that chemical has a lot to do with your confidence, your... your um, Optimism, your positivity, and so when it drains out of your brain, you're depressed. Your motivation, your your pleasure center's gone, and we come in here and we need somebody to just push us to say you can do this. Yeah, yeah. Just like if somebody's going through clinical depression, yeah. it's the same thing. You get, and and when you do it, the endorphins come up. the The exercise itself that's it improves that chemical thing, but then also you see the truth, you see the reality. That it's not a death sentence. No, I it's mean. not. It's not, um,
1: you know, it's not like uh, they've given you something. Oh, man, you got cancer throughout your entire body. You have to,
0: we're not going to, you yeah. got three months to
1: live. You got six months. I get mean, your you, affairs in order. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They don't. You,
1: I mean. But that's what hope you feel here. like. Oh. It when is, you first, I mean, I don't I remember understand. the drive yeah. home. How did you feel? I
0: made the mistake of going by myself. Oh. The day first. I'm driving home and I'm just like, well. Weeping. This is it. You know. I, because I I didn't know this, I had a few other things. Um, we're sitting here looking at I'm I'm looking at Muhammad Ali here, and uh, oh that's right, a picture, not the yeah. person. He passed away, so he's not here. But uh, there's a couple. Michael J. Fox, Muhammad Ali have done a lot to give hope. And I you know my first memory of Parkinson's was the 1996 Olympics in atlanta because i don't know if you saw yeah, this i saw it. you know ali was a legend i had not really you know there was no youtube or anything i had not seen him fight i just heard stories saw pictures and books and things my parents would talk about him because they had seen fights you know on tv or whatever and so here he comes with the torch they made they made him light the torch yeah, or he it, like i don't know whose idea it was it uh, looked horrible yeah, you know i it was I, so I, sad And I said, you know, I saw that and that froze in my mind about Parkinson's. I was like, it crippled this guy. Well, but you fast forward and you start watching. I've, you know, watched a lot of clips of him and Michael J. Fox. You know, before I had this, it was just looking for people with positive attitudes. And Ali would just make fun of it. Yeah, there's this hilarious clip where this very serious journalist is trying to interview him and everything. Oh, he's a jokester. Oh man, he's sitting around a table. And his wife's there, and and Ali's sitting here, and and he's and it looks like he's just sleeping. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there. Yeah, you I, seen think, this? I think it was on Johnny Carson. Was it on Johnny? I Carson? I think uh, Johnny.
1: He was like acting, just fall asleep, and he goes, "Oh man!"
0: And then I was like, "Hey!" Uh, and he was messing with him. <laughs> well, he did yeah. with the uh, with the journalist. He's sitting there, and it's at a table, and the journalist asks the wife because she's in on. Oh, it, I didn't see said, this one. Yeah, is uh. Does he do this a lot? And she's like, yeah, he, you know, you just have to give him a while. And all of a sudden he goes, <laughs> you know, he just does something like that. Yeah. And the, it scares her to death, you know. Yeah. His, but his, he's just playing on people, you know. He's almost making fun of the, the not disease. just the disease, but people's response to the to disease. To the disease, yeah. His, you kind of have to do that because people want to treat you like a baby. Yeah. Or and like they you're wanna, sick, like, You know, something's, I mean, yeah. Contagious. They have a disease,
1: but it's not, uh, you know. Like yeah. you've got something that, that that's going to really affect them. Uh, his daughter all the time. said he's the biggest joke jokester.
0: Yeah, he's
1: constantly joking around about it. Constantly, he's you know making. He had his last couple fights with Parkinson's. He had he had been oh, diagnosed wow. with Parkinson's. So his last couple fights that he had, because he, he even said amazing. Uh, with the reaction was,
0: time and stuff. Was, yeah, and powerful. he
1: could still fight. I mean, he was you know, he he lost. But yeah. he was still getting in the ring because he said, you know, he had had a mild form of the of the tremors. And, yeah. you know, uh, and he had his last couple of fights. He had been diagnosed with early stages of the Parkinson's disease.
0: I didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's incredible. And I heard
1: that about two months ago. Uh, and I was watching a documentary on him. I go, wow. That was pretty impressive. And he's still trained. He's still getting up doing it because he didn't realize. But they finally came and told him. Yeah. And then it, you know. And then it progressively just got worse, but he was constantly doing something about. Yeah. He lived until how old was he when he passed? was in his seventies. Yeah, I mean, he lived. I mean, yeah, he. And I tell, try to tell people all the time, you know, um, you just got to be proactive about it. Positive
0: things, having a positive people, and just take one day at a time. Exactly, that's the thing. It. like one today is great. Time. Today's great. Let's just let's just do that. And that's something that. As a a preacher, I tell people with other things And I've had to learn it with this This has given me the ability to live in the present More than anything I've ever had I mean, I don't know if I'd give it up Because of what what it's taught me about Staying in the moment Mm -hmm. And not letting your mind go off to the future Or stay in the past Exactly,
1: exactly It's like focusing on what is presented to you Exactly in front of you You know, right now, like some people come in And they'll go, man, I'm having a bad day you know, with the Parkinsons, you know, my my medicine or some because every single day is going to be different. Oh, certain, yeah. time no day, certain time of the day, certain time of the day, you know, you just come in and your medicine isn't hasn't hit you yet. We'll be right in the middle of of a class and somebody has to run back and take their medicine. Uh, and a lot of people don't understand uh, a lot of people that when you have Parkinsons, you have to take it every single day at the same day. Yeah, same I'm terrible. time. I'm terrible. That is that. awful, I'm really brother. Bad. You have to take and see. I'm. I'm the same way. Yeah. I don't have Parkinson's, but I have uh, I have a seizure disorder and I have to take my medicine at the same time, eight o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the evening. Yeah. And if I don't, uh, if I'm, because I get real busy in here working, my yeah. wife's the first one to text me every day. I can guarantee she'll text me, did you take your meds? Did you take your meds? And I go, oh, that's right. I got to take my meds. The same thing with Parkinson's. You have to take it at the same time every day. So a lot of people don't understand that. And they'll be coming in here some days and some people goes, man, I'm having a rough day. I go, just work through it. Do yeah. the very best you can. Work through it because the next time you come in here, you'll feel better. But the whole thing is uh, um, apathy sets in for Parkinson's uh, a lot with the disease, mm-hmm. what, what I've learned. right? Yeah, that, oh, yeah. Being apathetic, man, I don't want to come. I don't want to go. I didn't even
0: know that was a symptom. Yeah, you know, I, I thought it was a, just an attitude, but no. that is a symptom. Yes. Not just there's depression and then there's apathy, yes. which is I don't care. Yeah, you know like uh, whatever and that sets in that's a symptom tremendously
1: and like so a lot of times I just go just and there'll be sometimes when people come and they go man I just I didn't feel like coming today but once I came man I was in I go just yeah. I go just get through that's those right. doors because the first thing I try to tell everybody when they come in I go you know uh, they're greeted with hey what's up man how you doing we give yeah. fist bumps uh, me uh, the volunteers Danny will come up hey because I tell all the volunteers even when there's a new volunteer they come in and go hey man see that that look on your face and they go what I go you got a scowl okay give me a smile let me see some teeth. and they go why I go because your positive attitude reflects upon everybody else yeah I don't want to see you looking mean or looking down we're not here all right we're here to support them yeah. all right and you got to smile yeah. right there's one guy out of out of Montgomery that he came down that they are now certified yeah I Montgomery. remember those guys remember? yeah and he came down and um uh he was going to be a uh, um one of the uh, the volunteers and I said I, I can't remember his name as I go uh hey bro you better wipe that that, <laughs> that look off your face. You're here because you want to be here yeah. because you're happy to be here. And I go because you better knock that look off your face before those people come in here because if you don't I will.
0: Yeah. Knock it off
1: your face. Not that I would, you know, hurt anybody. Everybody well, knows that. But it was in a good way of telling him smile man. Come on, yeah. man, smile We you're, want to be a for And
0: reason. You, you got a talent at that well, Because, man, you know, you I bring you're... my kids in here Oh, yeah, Jackson, and, uh, yeah, you know, Ada My son, he's a, he's an extrovert Yeah, So he's, yeah. he's in He's all over but the place But we do the get-to-know-you questions <laughs> and all that And the mixers And the bring-it-ins and, and, you know, my daughter is oh, so introverted, so shy You know, and she comes in here <laughs> And you make her participate yeah. But she loves it now Yeah You know, she loves it And, um she did her service hours here and i could not believe how open she open a, she yeah. was to to the boxers and friendly and smiling and participating and answering the questions yeah she I became I mean this is just something you drew out of her and well, there's just something in you that we know you're not going to you're not going to back down like i'm going to have to do what this guy's saying cuz he is not going to accept no, anything like this no, man I, yeah. at least
1: at least do something.
0: Yeah. You know, like
1: with Ada, when she would come in to have volunteer, I'd go, Kata, you gotta smile now. I want you to tell everybody that we're gonna do this. And she, and you know, Ada doesn't really like to talk to everybody. Toward the very end, when she was coming in for, okay, everybody, you're coming over here to the next station. Yeah, she was. And I go, Ada, now you tell them they go to, you go to the next one. And she was, she'd come over here. She'd have a big grin. Yeah. Uh, coming in and Jackson, you know, Jackson's just all over the place. Hey, yeah. yeah, everybody. But it was, uh, it, it's been, it, it has been, when they ask you, I was just telling um, Danny, the assistant coach, I was just telling Danny, the assistant coach, we were uh, talking about something today, and I said, I realize why God has put me on this earth. And then he goes, why? I go, uh, tell people not only with boxing fitness to help them with whatever they want to do just to get a little bit more confidence and everything, but tell people with Parkinson's fight back. That's yeah. why I was here. Yeah. So that is exactly why God has put me here on this earth, uh, because I feel... Uh, so much fulfillment from this program. I feel that when people come up and tell me, Drew, Martin, I did this, or Martin, you know, I just, um, uh, I, I'm not trying to make it all about, you know, what I've done. I don't want, I don't want you to take that away from this. What I'm saying is you, it is, it is so overwhelming when people want to tell you, thank you. I mean, it, but it never gets it's so fulfilling when people yeah. tell me a story. Martin, I did this. You're, I was like, "You're kidding me, yeah. man!" Do Do you remember uh, another story? This is great. Another story is mm-hmm. last year we did. Um, there was a mud run.
0: There yeah. was a mud run. I remember that. There was
1: a mud run at, uh, at, at in Pell City. Yeah, it's a yeah.
0: it's a mile mud. Was it a mile mud run? Mud run.
1: Mile no, two mile.
0: it was like. Uh, How long was it? 5K. 5K. Oh, oh, that's 5K. right. It was a 5K mud run. So over and, three miles.
1: And Wayne Cook comes over and he goes, I think we need to do that. <laughs> and Wayne Cook's one of the boxers that comes. Yeah. And I go, huh, let me think about that. I go, okay, yeah, that's a great idea. And I announced it to everybody. We're at all the facilities. Who here, raise your hand, would like to participate in a 5K mud run in Bell City? You know, I had something, I go, who wants to go? I need at least this man and we had what 10 or 12 people that went. Yeah.
0: And this is like the category could this is like an extreme sport. This isn't something No, it, it's not like your average, no. you know, softball no, it picnic wasn't. No. thing. This no. is like a and we, weird and nasty and it was hard. Awful. It was gross.
1: We went through and we had I, we were helping, so we all worked together too. If there was a person, huge
0: wall, a huge wall, where we to were climbing over,
1: and we're like, "Hey, okay, you Sleep. get on that," and we worked together. Mm-hmm. Then we had to go through the mud. That was the <laughs> worst part. Drew, I don't think I don't know if you know this, but after we went through the first time, I was like, "What? We got to go through again?"
0: Oh, and yeah. everyone was like,
1: "And you went?" Let's go, coach. I went. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't gonna go until you started <laughs> running. Go, let's go, coach. I went. Dude, here we go again, and we went. We yeah. went through it again. I went, dang, we got to go through this thing. Yeah. And we went through it. We all went through it. We all got a medal. I still have the medal. You know, yeah. but that, and I even try to tell the people that were announcing stuff. I go, I want you guys to, to at least say something that, you know, we're here and we're with PD Fight Club. We were diagnosed with Parkinson's and we're bringing a group or the group is as. But well, he couldn't make that announcement over the thing. But uh, a lot of people didn't realize that everybody that we went, all the 10 or 12 people I have pictures of that went yeah. through had Parkinson's, man. Yeah. So that tells you alone that there's... Drew, think about you doing that four years ago.
0: I would have never done it. You would have been like... Hey, no. Especially now you say, no I way. got Parkinson's. There's no way. Yeah. And we all did uh-uh. it together
1: with a big smile on a face. Bro, my daughter went through it. i had Anna go through it. Yeah. Julie. Julie, uh, we had them go through it. Uh-huh. And Anna, later on that day, we went to go get lunch or dinner. And it was just me and her. And she goes, Daddy, I'm, I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you go? I go, Anna... Me too. Yeah. I go but Anna, how do you think the people that went through we don't have a disease or we didn't have a you know, mm-hmm. uh, how do you think they feel on it and they still went through it? She goes, all she told me was like, wow. They yeah. did I go, yeah,
0: Anna. It was an amazing thing. Yeah. And we I am sure this group will continue to find challenges like that because Oh, yeah. We do it. Um, well man, I you know, I hope we get to talk again. It'd be great to you know, in another three years or so you got sit it, down man. and talk about it. I got I, I, I it. I, I just appreciate it so you got much. it, man. Any
1: time you need anything when it comes to doing a pie, I more than uh more than welcome tell. Like I said, man, we're family, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You got a Mexican brother. So uh, <laughs> you know, and I try to tell everybody we have a good time in here. Yeah. Not only with the Pity Fight Club, but with the Wars Boxing. People come in here with a smile on the face and they leave exhausted, but they leave yeah. going I got to go back I got to get me some more of that
0: yeah. you know um, well uh, I, I I was a little nervous about sitting down and doing this because I was afraid I would get emotional because yeah. there's so many things wow. I want to say that I can't say but you said it best I, I really do think that you're here for this and you were telling your story about when you're nine years old you can even back up further than that if your dad had not become a boxer oh, I wouldn't be sitting here right now with no. this great program I wouldn't No But then if you had not asked When you were nine years old Dad I want to I want a yeah. box And It's from It's almost like The day you were born You were headed for this
1: Um I I always wondered Where my life would take me I always wondered Where my life would take me When it came to You know the uh, What I You know You're growing up You always think Man what, what am I going to do For a living What am I going to yeah. You know uh, I went to the Air Force I did all that stuff yeah. And uh I just always wondered. I, I had no idea. I'm 51 years old now. Um, and uh, just uh, talking to Danny this morning, I go, wow, well, that's, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the Warriors Boxing and the PD Fight Club. I'm here because, yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, it, 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 it's, du- it's a direct reflection upon me and my family. Everything yeah. I do here. Everything I do here is a direct reflection upon what my father has taught me. Yeah. Right? I get, uh, and I I, you, I,
0: I don't want to get emotional, but
1: I think every single day when I come in, I see daddy's posters up there that you see, see yeah. his hat hanging. I got pictures of him because I do what he's told. I know every day my father, my, my mommy, my daddy are looking up uh, from heaven, look, going down, go, good job, Neil. Yeah. Good job. That's all I ever wanted to do, you know, because um, uh, me and Laura were talking about, you know, what we're going to do for vacation or what we can do or what our happy places are and uh, I said this is you know uh, a lady was telling me where my happy place was just the other day and she goes 90% of the people tell my happy place is at the beach I don't like the beach man I hate yeah. to say it I'm not a beach person you know yeah. and she goes out in the wilderness I go I don't like being outside you know I'll be outside just to go run or something I just yeah. you know and
0: she goes where's your happy
1: place I go here in the gym Yeah. this is where uh, you know and, and uh, of course being with my family and everything uh, but it really hit
0: home when uh, I asked you or Danny I think it was you I was trying to get some of these punch combinations down you know you say give me a 5 give me a 13 whatever and we go through these punch combinations and I wanted to find them on YouTube I thought there was some boilerplate punch combination boxing 101 lessons or something and you were like no those are the my family's punch yeah. combination. This is what my father taught me And you have passed that down to us Yeah Wow And It's so special I mean it's like I you never, know, Somebody sharing the secret lasagna recipe uh, You I, know I, that I, I never thought of you know, that it, You don't keep it to yourself You share it And I mean that stuck with me It may seem like a simple thing But hmm. You didn't have to share that You know And you shared that You share your family You share everything and uh, I just appreciate it. Oh, you, so, uh,
1: well, like I said, you're very welcome, man. And uh, it's so been, grateful.
0: It's so grateful because um, I don't, I don't, I think I'd still be working and doing what I'm doing. Best case scenario, I wouldn't be doing it as well. Exactly. And I don't know how much longer I'd be doing it. But bring you- it all back to where we started my doctor. I wanted to come back to this. I just saw him. And he puts me through the same thing. Yeah. Basically, he said, I've been seeing you for five years. He said, your symptoms haven't progressed. He's like, I can't believe how well you're walking. I can't believe how well you can turn around and do this and that. And I said, it's the boxing. That's what it is. It's not the medicine. I mean, the medicine helps me come in here and box, but it's the boxing
1: yeah and it's um i I tell you but i don't i don't um I just got a bunch of goosebumps, man. anybody tells me a story like that
0: uh it's super super fulfilling for yeah. me going
1: all right man, just keep on your journey, keep doing what you're doing, just don't stop what i i I'm, people ask me all the time why don't you try to do this? why don't you try to do that? I go, why am I gonna fix something that's not broken yeah well you know i i, I why am I gonna do that you know uh, one thing i I do mm-hmm. have to say is man. Even though it's been uh, one thing, I do have behind me, hundred uh, percent of, of what I do with this this program is my wife. Yeah, I mean, she. A lot of people. The only time, they, the time they'll meet her is when they do the assessment. Yeah. You know, but a lot of times she's yeah. she's behind the scenes doing everything. Going, okay, we need to do this. We need to do this. You need to start doing that. And I'm not kidding. half the time I'm telling her, you are crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. I, yeah. I, I, I'm. where are you joking? There's no way we'd do that. And every single time, you know, um, her. She found this place. I yeah. mean, it's just like everything has is, is been has is fallen in, into the yeah. to the right spot, and she's been a blessing and a half. Yeah. Um, you know, it took me years to find her, but I finally found her. Yeah. And it's just been that all intertwined twi- into one thing. Really helps.
0: It's, it's just amazing to. To look back and see how everything comes together for purpose. I mean, we
1: Drew, we started off with eight people. Yeah. All right? Eight people in a 1,500-square-foot facility. We got to a point in time where there was 30-something, 36 people we worked out one day in there. Yeah. And it was crowded as can be. The reason people fell in that other gym, it was crowded. Yeah. People were running into one another.
0: Yeah, people knock each other over. And when... uh, Laura was looking for this spot, and she was telling me. I went,
1: "How big? Are you kidding me?" She was Martin. Just there's another thing about. I went, there's six thousand square feet. Mm-hmm. You're kidding me. And now, you know, we it's had filling up. It's filling up, but we. I still can put more in here. Yeah. You know, and just, just think about the last class we had in here was that you were yes, yesterday. Yesterday, was, yeah. How many people were in here? Um.
0: I don't remember. We had threes. We had to work in groups of three. Uh, I uh, twenty-four people. Yeah, we had twenty-four people. Uh,
1: and you know, how much room we had in here? I mean, it's just. Yeah. Everything has fallen in for a reason, and it's worked out for it's better. And I'm just so happy that uh, you know, um, it's it's been it's been a blessing, man.
0: Yeah, that's that's the word I was going to end. It's been on. a blessing. We'll leave it right there. It's a real blessing, and thanks for doing this because a lot of people are going to hear this and really be encouraged by it. Thanks and if they want to look up
1: anything, they can look up uh, Warren's
0: Boxing, J-U-A-R-E-Z, Boxing,
1: because mm-hmm. a lot of people spell it with a W. All right? And then also <laughs> uh, boxwithmartin.com is our website and also pdfightclub.com. We have a website for Oh, that. I didn't Petey. know that. Yeah. I didn't you know it. that. Okay. Every, I should announce it one day with you have a website. Jim Kincaid. Uh, Jim, one of the boxers who brings his grandson Kane yeah, in here. Yeah. He, he did. It. He made it for me. Great. He developed it for me. So any awesome. help, or you can contact me on, on uh, my cell phone. It's 205 Everything can be found on my website, boxwithmartin.com. All right. Thanks a lot, Mark. you want welcome, man. Appreciate Anytime, you. brother. I was here for you.